What's up guys? It's your boy, Radical. Now, my workout plans have been a success. More than 300 plus purchases and many more returning customers. You cannot ask for anything else and people are loving it. The same life-changing and affordable prices still remain. So go to RadicalLatino.com and change your life today. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads in the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Radical. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than civil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views, I think his views are actually more dangerous. It's your boy, Radical, a.k.a. number 17 on all Latin podcasts, a.k.a. number 24 on all Bronx podcast influencer list, and Mr. Unsuable for 84 weeks running. What is going on? I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody's doing well. And this episode is going to be very, very, very special. But before I get into the interview, there's a couple of things I wanna I wanna talk about. First of all, if you guys are not following me on my uh, you know social medias, Twitter or Instagram, I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all better follow me right now. Radical underscore Latino underscore because I am updating y'all on the progress of the documentary. And right now, filming has started. Um, I already put uh, put up a picture of me and Truth Teacher already. We already filmed, we got, we done, got it done and all that other stuff. So definitely, definitely, definitely shout out to Truth Teacher. He was the first one that, that filmed. Couple of things that, mind you, I am doing this all on my own. So a couple of things I had to learn uh, on the way. It's me and my wifey, we're, we're doing this on our own. A uh, couple of things we, we, we saw, we, we're learning, um, you know, for the next interview that that's going to go that's gonna go on and, and 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 all that but definitely definitely go check out the website also official openwoundsmovie.com link down below you guys can definitely go there and all that other stuff and definitely check it out remember the petition also is down there available for to stop latinx latino and hispanic labels in the media so definitely go um you know go to the petition show your support that has that petition i've been linking there for like a while now you know what i'm saying but definitely definitely go check out open wounds you know the first part and right now second part is gonna start it's it's starting to be uh you know it's starting to it starts to come together you know what i'm saying um also on the website a couple of people um let me know is that on the main page on the website if you feel like you will be a good contributor to the documentary go fill out the the questionnaire 
you know, email name and why you will be a good contributor for the documentary. I definitely need a lot of speakers, a lot of PhDs, a lot of master degree type of people who know about history, you know? So definitely if, if you guys are not shy, definitely go check that out and be part of be part of history, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, without further ado, this is the interview with the with the most lovely and the the most uh controversial of uh, Burr Martinez. I hope you guys enjoy. Europe is your boy <laughs> Radical. Uh so I got you guys another special guest, um the one, the only, the lovely Burr Martinez. What's going Burr on? Burr Martinez B. What's going on, Bert? Thank you for coming in. Thank you for coming in. Um, so, so what? Uh, last time I had you, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people were 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 surprised that I had you. A lot of people were glad that I had you, and people learned a little bit more about you and stuff like that. So, um, I know a lot of things have happened since the last time we interviewed. You know, know what I'm saying? So, so tell us, tell us all, all the wonderful things that that happened. I know you gotta. You started selling salsa. I know you started selling shirts and, and everything like that. So what's up? Yeah, well, I remember the last time I was talking to you. I remember that day because when I talk on when I talk, I like um I go around, I walk around, and I remember I was walking around all around the house, all around the house, and I was walking under the the lemon tree because I love the lemon tree, and I was like blah 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 blah, blah and I was just talking ass, <laughs> and then um, but. I don't know. I think that like the salsa thing, since I made a video about the salsa, um, there was a guy that told me, I remember his name, Peter Camacho. He's like, bird, I need some of that salsa. It looks so good and this and that. And I was like, well, I could, I could send you some. And this, and I was like, let's do it. And I sent him some and he loved it. And then more people started finding out. And then everybody wanted that salsa. And the girl from Hawaii made a video reacting to the salsa. And it just became a thing. Like everything I do, I don't do it intentionally. It just becomes a thing, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I made for the hair. I um, I used it on my hair first for like six months. Mm -hmm. I found it on a girl on YouTube, and then I showed how it works for my hair. And then all the girls, there's like a big problem with girls really um, losing their hair. Yeah, for real. Yeah, a, a lot of girls because of COVID mm -hmm. um lost their hair. And you know, being like life because they get stressed and just so many issues. And also, guys, they lose their hair and or they lose it gets thin and all this and that. Yeah. So it helps them. So I was like, yeah, I'll send you guys a bottle. And I just use a bottle like like a cleaning bottle. I don't yeah. even fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I use like a regular like from Walmart a bottle, and people started liking it. And some girl messaged me and she said you know i'm not trying to talk shit or anything but you should work on your like image on your product make it more nicer it looks like a cleaning product <laughs> there that's what i use that's yeah this is what i do this is what i does like i'm not yeah. gonna change it just because you know i know she she met well yeah that's really what i use and it yeah, worked yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, you you out here saving people's hairlines? Uh oh. Let me find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. No, and then, and then when um since I was in the facility, yeah. a lot of girls there they always would braid my hair and touch my hair and, and 
they would be like, what do you use on your hand? What's that stuff that you have right there? Mm. And then they all started wearing it. <laughs> and look at my hair. I even recorded some of them using it. And yeah. then I got some more and some my shirts. Amari started selling my aprons and I was like, I wanted an aprons with like my face on it, but I was yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that would have been actually a good look. That's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like it probably would have been like you know, uh, uh, cooking with bird or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, is that, is that like that? No, but that's actually a good transition. Mm-hmm. What made you want to start the cooking with bird YouTube channel? Well, um, so I started with my bird Martinez. It was just. I remember it was Erica Boo first, and then it was, um, it's Erica Bitches, but <laughs> yeah. like three S's, and then I was like, no, I need something else, I need something else, and I would always call myself Bird, so, um, and, um, but then YouTube, it doesn't let you change your name so many times, mm-hmm. like it said, this is like your last time, and then, like, you better stop, bitch, like, calm yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I was like, okay, what should I put? And my my um maiden name last name is Pascual, but mm. it's so like Pascual, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Martinez. So I put Bird Martinez, and it just it, it felt like me, you know. Yeah. I started making videos, and then I just like talk. I I think I made a video on the in the DMV, and just talk and talk and talk. And then I would make a few cooking videos in that channel. And then somebody saw in the comments, somebody said, well, you should make your own cooking channel mm. just for cooking. And I was like, that's a good idea. So, boom, I started. I remember I had like one comment, but I didn't care because I love cooking. Mm-hmm. My therapy. Mm. I know there's a lot of bitches that hate cooking. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hate cooking. Like half of my exes. I'm like, God damn, yo, what the hell? Yeah, like they, <laughs> they watch people cook, uh-huh. they eat, but they hate to cook. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. to me, I burnt everything. <laughs> I burnt my hair. I yeah. couldn't boil water, probably. I couldn't, no, I couldn't boil eggs. I didn't what? Know. I couldn't even, like, <laughs> boil eggs. <laughs> And then yeah, I got better. And then I'm like, damn, cooking with Bird Martinez is like my uh, like Bird Martinez, but cooking with me. And then mm-hmm. it just went. And like I'm telling you, I just do things. I don't think about them. I like my my husband. He always gets the chorizo Martinez. He yeah, always yeah. like plans everything, and he gets nervous about stuff, <laughs> think stuff. And then he's like, are you nervous about this? And I'm like, oh, I'm not even thinking about it. They just do it. Mm-hmm. Gotta do it sometimes, and, and that's the thing I like about you because you 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 come up with things and, and you do it and you actually see a, a good successful outcome for it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I know uh, I know that you had like a meet and greet a couple of like what, a year or two back or whatever. How did that go? Well, um, we went to the Santa Fe Swami, and the security guard there. He when as soon as I went in. He's like, oh, my wife loves you, and <laughs> let, let me FaceTime her so you could say hi. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And I'm like, what the fuck is up, and this and that. And then when we left, he's like, you should come through. Like, I'll, I'll help you with the security. And I'm like, 
Willie Aguilar. I he's like, I help you with the security, and I'm like, I don't even fucking need security. Like, it's okay. Like, nobody's gonna bug me or anything. And um, he's like, um, yeah, you could just get like a spot. And I had no idea like that they don't give you like a tent or a table or nothing. You just you pay fifty bucks to go, but you have to take your own stuff. And we went in a little ass truck. And it was hot that day with no AC because I had I crashed the car, so we all went. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we went. It, it was like a Ford Ranger, Mario's dad's old truck, and we went all squished like this, all together. And I was sweating because I'd stay in the car in the truck because um, Mario, we didn't want to get our stuff jacked or whatever. And we got we said we're gonna get there at twelve, and we got there like 11 50 like minutes before the thing and we already had a line and i was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing and people were yo yeah people were meeting me in the parking lot like oh, i, I want to get some salsa before everybody else this that we didn't think people were gonna go we're like we're gonna get probably get a few people but people went and i had a whole line like down and then some old lady from the Swami, she was like, what is, why is, why, why are you selling? And I'm like, salsa? She's like, what are they, what's so special about them? How much are they? And I'm like, oh, here's the price. I gave her the price. And then she's like, but, but why do you have a line? You're taking away my business. What? Yeah, she says because the line was in front of her business. Like, it was like, you know yeah People couldn't see her business so she was getting pissed off and i was like well i don't know i don't know what to tell you i like this is what this i, I make cooking videos and she's like mm. okay give me three and she took <laughs> <laughs> i sold her i sold her yeah like, I'll, I'll let you know if they're good or not and wow like, let me know but then after i went to go buy a lemonade from her and she said she didn't like them but first she was mad at me and then Yo, you had a whole line like you were selling the iPhone. Like, oh, <laughs> I had a whole line. it was pretty, it was pretty cool. And then I remember the last, the last girl that went and the, the line, it was we were already packing and there was a girl and she had like a black eye. She looked like she was going through a lot. And she was like, oh, I just need to see. I'm sorry. I don't have nothing to to buy, I don't have money. And I'm, and, but I just felt bad because she had a freaking black eye and she still wouldn't see me. Oh, that was no, that was before. And um, and I was like, here's a shirt, and I don't have no more salsas, but here's how I made. And she was like so happy, and it just made my day that even though that she was going through a lot of shit, she still I, like I would have probably been like, I'm not gonna go see this bitch with my black eye, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. But it was so fun because we had some, and Mario was telling me, stop talking to everybody for like 10, 15 minutes. We need to, we have a line. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, I'm going to take my time. If they want to wait for me, they'll wait for me. If not, but yeah, chingue su madre, ya, valió madre. <laughs> so the people that waited for me, they did. And I had a good talk with them. Like, I remember, like, the conversations I had with them. And it was, it was really fun. And I, and then we went to Arizona. And I took my mom to that, and she was crying because she was all proud, proud of me. And I, and then 
we went to texas we did a san antonio was the shit man there's like a lot of people that watch san antonio i don't work there yeah and, oh shit! Uh -oh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. like Texas. Like, what the fuck? And you had... don't expect it. You would think like you know Cali, you know. But yeah, wow, that's crazy. It was really. It's like a good feeling, you know. Yeah. For like real people, because you know they leave comments and shit, but you don't know them. You don't see their face. Like, like I said, I like faces. I like people's conversations and their voices. So it was, it was a good. It was a. It was like a time that I'll never forget. Because it was really fun. Yeah, and that's I what's up. Because I, I seen a video of somebody that uh, made a video about it. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, not a reaction, but they just made a video about it. And they were like, uh, that you stayed there longer to talk to people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. Stay there until the last person. And I stay there talking to them. And um, in San Antonio, I had a, la a lady like a una señora she was older like maybe in her 70s and she took her fucking gangster ass son her gangster ass fucking tatted up son with her and she was hugging me and this was during covid like fucking and my wow. mom was like, Shit. she was like why are you hugging people and i'm like what the fuck and um um the lady was like oh you saved my son's life like he was like getting ready like he had a gun and everything like he was gonna kill himself and then he said she said that he watched my video i don't know which video but she said she said that it brought him like it made him laugh and it made him just like be grateful for life i don't know what the fuck i said in that video really yeah and i was like the fucking mom and the son and they're here and I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. That's why I like to talk to people. Because if I didn't talk to them, then how would I know the story? True. True. Then, like, you know crazy. you know what? Sometimes we don't, as people who do videos or whatever, we have no idea what other people are going through. It could be the smallest thing that we say that could make somebody's whole mind explode. You know what I mean? exactly so you could probably you probably made a video about like i don't know wiping your ass or something and then that yeah. person would have been like been like oh my god that's true you know what i mean so mm -hmm. you don't know what you said but i'm glad you said it because now that person didn't like end his like like self-delete himself you know yeah i guess he had gone through a lot because his um he went to jail for like 16 years something like that and you know when people go to prison for a long time, they don't come out right. So he he's like, I wasn't used to this. I wasn't used to so many people and so much shit. So seeing you, it reminded me of who I was before I went to prison. Oh wow! So I get I don't know. I'm telling you, I was probably talking about wiping my ass and <laughs> related to that shit. I don't know, but. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that that is that is cool. No, that is cool. No, so so how how has your family um and everybody else kind of like how did they adapt to the success that you're getting um off of uh you know making the videos and stuff like that? Oh well, my my kids, they're just like uh they're going my mom again. Like whenever they see me like bird or something, they just um yeah yeah yeah. Uh, like again my mom fucking weirdo but um they don't really react just like mandy 
she she says, oh, did you know what your mom said? Like in high school, they to tell, you know what your mom said on the video? And Mandy's like, no, I don't want to know. Like, because she knows what I talk about. So she's probably like, or sometimes she hears me talk about sexual things. And she tells me like, don't go there. Don't talk about my dad's penis. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> because then her her friends are gonna find out and i'm like well penis is natural and i'm like yeah but they don't need to know about his yeah well tell them i don't know i don't know what to tell you but they're they're cool with it they're they're just happy they're happy that i'm happy and they're happy that i found something that makes me because being a stay-at-home mom was, was really hard, you know, it's, it's so, like you work and you, like when you go to work, you get paid, but you work here at home and sometimes you don't even get a thank you. So, you know, that's, that's true. it's, it's, comp- it's not, it's something you have to do and you do it with, with love, but then you're like, sometimes you get like an eye roll or you're like, kind of like a fuck you and you're like, what the fuck I spent? An hour doing that for you, and you don't you don't care. So it's, como se dice, un pinche payless. It's just like a giving. You you know the fucking words. It's like a giving thing. It's like it's like it's like giving but not receiving as enough. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I got you. Now, um, let, let me let me let me ask you. Uh, <laughs> with more success comes a little bit of like haters. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen some of the haters? Uh, uh, you know, increase. Have you seen some of that or or no? Well, that's what I was uh, thinking about the other day because because of what happened to me, people are like, "Oh my god, I bird, you're so good." Like before I would get like, "Oh, you get a bitch. Oh, you look like you have three baby daddies and all this stuff and weird comments." But like in real life, um I feel like the I don't really I don't really go out. But I feel like Mario, my husband, like at work, he said people just started like, like, started not talking to him anymore. Or all he thinks he, you think you're all that because your your wife makes videos or shit like that, like stupid thing. And it's work. But if you know how work can be like high school, like when somebody's like doing something with their lives, they just start whatever. But me now, I feel like since that happened to me. I feel like people are more loving and more supportive than before. Yeah. And so much bullshit no more. But before I would. But I do get a few comments now like, oh, you should be grateful to your brother-in-law because um, because of him. Now you have like a house and you have all these things. And I'm like, fuck off, bro. Like, <laughs> rather... Uh, we were gonna fucking get there anyways, you know. We yeah. were gonna eventually get our own place and do our own thing, um, with hard work, you know. And like, what happened? I would take it back for all the money in the world, you know. Health is number one. Health is number yeah. always. So I don't mm. know. Yeah, I don't get a lot of hate no more. And um, I was thinking the other day, man, I'm gonna make a video. When are you? When are you motherfuckers gonna start talking shit again? <laughs> because <laughs> they haven't. They haven't. Everybody's too happy. Everybody's too loving right now. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I have seen your support 
really go up. Um, and I'm obviously I want to talk about the situation. I don't want to do it right now. We're going to talk about the situation, but there was a lot of there was a lot of things that I had, not about your situation, but other people, the behind the scenes that I had a problem with that um that maybe you could shed some more light to um but i do see some of the support <laughs> that's a lot is a lot more and a lot more and a lot more and i'm like yo i'm actually i'm actually proud for you you know um i, I don't i don't see like a lot of negative comments you know uh so so with, with, with that with that being said have you have you seen that you uh you're now because you're starting to upload videos now and all that do do you do you see it uploading uh videos like a little harder or is it a little easier or 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 coming up with ideas is a little harder? What you think? Well, I feel like the the ideas to me they're always there because I'm always thinking and I get like very creative in the night. That's when I'm like, <laughs> like oh, this and that, and so I just write it in my notes. And I remember I had a. Um, before I had a long list, and I don't know what the fuck happened to my phone. I think Mario's ass fucking went through it or something, but it all disappeared. So I was kind of sad for that. So now I'm every time I think of something, I I write an idea, and I'm going kind of back to my my normal self, like with the ideas. And then, but when it comes to setting up, it's it's harder with my hand because my left. Yeah, my left hand is my like strong hand, so I could like do stuff, but it's hard for me to like grip and and like do stuff. Like like let's say I have a bag of popcorn, and I like I'm in the movie theater and I go in, I don't know where to get the popcorn because I can't feel shit. I always tell Mario I can't feel nothing at all. Wait, so you don't have no feeling on on that on that hand? No, like it feels like if I pick up ten pounds, it feels like nothing. Like picking up nothing. Wow. And it's so, my whole my whole left side. You think that's like lo, lo tendone or lo, the nerves or something like that? It, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. it's crazy because um it's my whole left side. So That's wild. Mario's Mario has to touch my right titty. <laughs> because he's like is that the titty you feel <laughs> like this is a champion. and then i told him you're pinching the one that'll feel huh because <laughs> he always wanted to pinch my titties but i never let him because it hurts but now that I don't feel it, he's pinching it because he's taking advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went to Titty Talk. That's hilarious. Titty. That's funny. Um. So, uh, so let, let's um, <laughs> let's transition into into something a little bit a little bit more serious. Um. So, uh, I don't know how comfortable you are talking about it, but um, that day, you know, um, I. I didn't know nothing about it until I think I think either I was either your sister I don't know who it was, right? Mm-hmm. They sent me a comment on my thing. I always read my comments, and they said and they put a link to it. And I'm like, what is 
Bar Martinez. I'm like, who the hell is gonna hurt Bar Martinez? So I'm thinking like, you were either in like a party and you started talking mad shit and something happened. So I'm like, uh oh, something, <laughs> something, something happened. So I click on it and I start reading. I'm like, what? So when I got the news, I couldn't believe it. I I, I li- literally could not believe it. But so in your words, if you don't if you don't mind. What, what what happened that night? So that night, I'm telling you, I, I don't believe it either. Sometimes I don't even, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's it's so crazy. Like, like how I am right now. I was in my couch. We were chilling, watching a movie. We were watching, watching the Walmart show. No, como se llama Walmart show? We were watching the Walmart show. Cloud Nine. Okay, got it. I call it a Walmart show because it, it sounds like Walmart. It looks like Walmart. <laughs> right. So um, we were just chilling. And then I, I hear the in the kitchen, I hear somebody going like through the, through the spoons or through the knives. They were going through something. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who's looking through my shit? I was getting mad because messing up my knives or whatever. And then I see my brother-in-law come in and just stands right in front of me and looks at me. And I look at him and I'm like, what the fuck? Because he's always been crazy. Like, um, like always, like, I don't know what, schizophrenic? Or he, when, after he got out of jail, he was never the same. Like I said, people are not the same because they, I think in jail, they always have to be alert. They always have to be trusha, like, like. Because people will, you know, stab you and do shit like that. So he was, like, in the jail mentality. He always, like, oh, you guys, you guys are recording me. Or so you... he had, like, PTSD, basically. Yeah, you, you guys are hacking me. But he always had it against me. And his brother was, why, like. Why, you, why, do you have any theory or idea why you? So I, 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 I really, I mean, I thought, I'm the only one that talks shit. Cause he talks shit to his mom. He talks shit to Mario. Mario's like, I don't want to like deal with you. So, cause Mario's a quiet one, but he'll he'll confront people when once he's tired of it. But with him, there's no, you know, there's no fixing things. So I would be like, fuck you, you stupid motherfucker, you know. But I would only like talk shit when I was over it, you know. So, anyways, I feel like I was the only one that would talk shit, but. Other than that, I never did anything to him. You know, a year before a year before it happened, um, he he was beating up his mom. He was kicking his mom on the floor because she wouldn't let him borrow his car, her car. So I got in between them and I was like, "Stop it! Like, stop hitting her and stop! What the fuck is wrong with you?" So he gra- he turned around, grabbed. That was me. The, the choking incident, right? The choking incident, okay. yeah. So they gave him- every everybody was clipping that part, kind of like dissected and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, they gave him two years for that, but because of COVID, he got a year early. He got out early, and that I remember the day they called me and they told me he's out. Man, I was shaking because I was so nervous because I thought he was gonna be mad at me. So maybe that's the only reason that that I could give that he was mad at me. Like I pressed charges on him. He. Fu- 
basically it's like finally he's getting some consequences for his actions because everybody and else wouldn't okay got it because nobody else would do anything about it yeah so yeah so he came in front of me and i did not see the knife at all and you're not even gonna believe it it was a it was a denny's knife you know when you go to denny's and they have like a steak knife the 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 big the, the big joint the 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 michael myers one yeah yeah well they had he had the, the that knife Wait, how you not see that big ass knife? I don't know. I didn't see it. He had it. I think he had it underneath his his thing. Like okay, okay. I don't. I did not see it. Like, like, like he he was like he was like it was like this. Like, like yeah, that, right. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. I think because never I never saw it. It's a huge. It, that's a huge knife, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna that. You could cut through bone with that knife. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I ne- I never saw it. I never saw it because I, you know, I would have reacted. I would have pushed away. I would have done something. And not even Mario, nobody saw it. It was so fast. It was crazy. It was so fast. So he just looked at me. He didn't even speak. And I just looked at him. And then he grabbed, he grabbed the knife and then he stuck it in my neck. And it's like right here. He didn't even go right here. I'm like, why didn't he just stab me in the face? I would have had a cool scar or something. But <laughs> he went like this. Neck. And after he did it in my neck, I kind of like went like this. But then he went in deeper. I felt when he went in deeper. Like I felt that shit. But when after when he went in deeper, I I just. Wait, what? Does this time, did you consciously know, holy shit, he just stabbed me? Yeah. Wow, okay. So he went deeper and then... And he went deeper and I just fell. Like, I remember just falling and, like, my whole body, like, they sucked it up and it was like... Oh, like your whole strength done done like no feeling no look see but i couldn't move I, like paralyzed instantly instantly like one second i was just and i was like get up erica get up and i couldn't and my whole body was just like numb like i didn't have a body anymore i was just numb and i remember kind of seeing red and then kind of then I remember I was breathing because my lungs collapsed. I remember trying to breathe, trying to breathe. And I remember because I watch a lot of crime shows. And I remember in the crime shows, they always say to relax, not to waste your breath. So I was like, okay, relax, relax, Erica. And um, I guess um, I could hear Mario and his brother in the back fighting because they were like, Mario's like, what the fuck did you do? And Mario actually thought I was, like, playing dead. He didn't think something really bad happened. And um, when when I heard him fighting, I heard my kids screaming. And because they were all there. And I heard little Mario. He never left my side. I actually have a picture. It's, like, a really graphic picture where I'm laying there bloody. And little Mario is just sitting there right next to me. And he ran to the room, grabbed a Band-Aid, and put it on my neck. 
and then because he thought he could fix it and then um when when i was breathing i re i remember i was like fuck this like i'm gonna die like it's over like i felt my my i couldn't breathe anymore like it was gone like it my my i don't know if it was my soul or something inside me was leaving so i was like fuck i was like i'm gonna die young this is some bullshit. Why am I gonna die so young? You really thought that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of everything else, that's the first thing you yeah, right. <laughs> I really think, I, and I was talking to God. I was telling him, why am I gonna die so young? I wanted to live till 99. I wanted, I always, I, my dream has always been to die old, but like a cool old lady. I don't know. And, and I was like, okay, well, I guess this is it. And I was just praying, telling God, like, just make sure my kids are okay. Take care of my mom. Take care of my husband. I was just talking to him and telling them to take care of them. And then I just remember, like, leaving, like, floating. I know people say they see God and they see stuff. I didn't see shit. I just, I went to the darkness, kind of, like, floating. I know. I always tell everybody that I was like in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Well, maybe, maybe you were, you know, because you weren't meant to, to to go. So you were like, like in 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 holding, like you know, like I, right. you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like we don't know what we're gonna. Do. So when when that happened, um, I was just like, I think I was dead because I wasn't breathing anymore. Or I don't I don't know where I was, but then I heard like a little voice. I, I I think little Mario noticed that I wasn't breathing anymore, and he told me, "Mommy, breathe." Like little little tiny voice. And then when I when I heard him, I got like on my strength. And I said, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna fucking die." I don't know. I I don't know if I was up there wherever the fuck I was, but I I like got my strength and I like. <clears throat> Like I took a breath. I took a breath. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And uh them saying, Oh, she has a pulse or she's breathing. Pick me up. Pick me up. And it took twenty five minutes for the ambulance. Dang. Twenty five minutes. But they took me in there and and um Sophia, my daughter. She was recording because she's like for evidence, for evidence. So she was recording everything. And um, I, they put like an IV on me and I was just like this. And I don't, I don't remember after that, I was just, um, I don't know. Mario says that I was just like sleeping. And then finally, when I woke up, I was paralyzed, like totally fucking paralyzed. Like, I don't, I thought I could never explain like yeah. couldn't even move like this or like, I could only move like this paralyzed from here all the way to my yeah cause the some of the reports were like you're you are quadriplegic you know what I mean some of the reports were saying that so, um, because of those reports there was like a bunch of videos of women women like crying like I, I saw this one video of this tatted up girl all brolic and she was like ah I'm like, damn. So, mm -hmm. I knew I know for a fact that you touched a lot of people. 
you know, I know I know that for a fact that people went to that extent to actually couldn't hold back, you know, and 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 you know, share their emotions. Um, when when I made my my reaction, I didn't even know what was. I didn't even I didn't even monetize it. I didn't even put no music. I just said what I had to say because I didn't even know what happened and. I was just hoping that you that none of that whole quadriplegic. I hope that would have that was just a a theory, not even something that is gonna be you know possible. You know what I mean? And good thing that 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 you actually recovered and you're actually good. You know? Yeah. Um. So let me before I go into the whole recovery thing. Um. Let's go into a couple of theories that I've uh, read into, and 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 I want you to, I want to hear your take because I know this, I know it's bullshit, but I want I want to hear your take. So one of the theories was that everything that happened is all fake. No. That you that you're doing this just to get money and all this other stuff, and I'm like, last time I checked, you can't fake being paralyzed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can't fake like you know wounds and stuff. So so what do you gotta say about that? I actually read that, and then when I when finally after months of me um um being in the hospital, I was FaceTiming my kids because I couldn't I couldn't um they couldn't visit me, and I remember Mandy telling me she's like, can you believe people are telling that this is fake? And then she's like, I can't believe that, and I'm like. Are you serious? Like, bro, that's, that's, you know how fucking embarrassing that would be if I actually fake being paralyzed and then they caught me and then I'm going to be on fucking, if everybody's TMZ or something like that. <laughs> Put me on blast and say this fake bitch. Oh, plus, I don't even like that. And I know some people do some weird shit like that for money. But I've never been a, a I mean, money is important to survive. I mean, we don't want to live in the street. But really, for fucking money, hell no. And I just think it's it's hilarious that people would say that. Like, um, their imagination is crazy, you know. But I'm just, I'm just, um, I feel yeah. They would they would say like, oh, I wish I that's not true. I just saw her down the street. Yeah, like, yeah, you just saw me, but this happened last night. Like, you probably saw me running around the freaking Caracha, the produce truck. (laughs) (laughs) With one eyebrow on, because that's what I would usually do. Because I was like, I needed to make a video and I needed some tomatoes. But that happened, that happened at the night. So that's why you saw me in the day, because that's what I do. I freaking run around every, I would run around everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't think you were the type to like fake this. Like, I'm like, that's completely stupid. And on top of that, uh, there's definitely videos on on the chat where you can clearly see Mario and like you know some of the stitches. I'm like, you can't fake that. That's not something you you know. Nobody's a makeup artist over here. Like, calm down. So, another one that that I read was. The reason why the the stepbrother would do this is because uh, Bert Martinez had an affair with the brother, and there was a love triangle and all this other stuff. Talk about talk about that. 
I know. People were, I saw that. I was that like, was like a novella. I'm like, what kind of novella ass? Like, yo, chill out. Like, no mames, que pinche novela que la chingada. I mean, soy puta, but not that much of a puta. Like, <laughs> like I'm not that desperate. Like, no, there's so much men out. There's so many men out here. Like, why would I do with my freaking um brother? And I know that motherfucker since he was 12. He's like my, and then he actually dated my sister, my little sister. So there's a novella right there. But not with me and i know that's what people probably that because that's what i you know like passionate shit like stab something and then i was like i i i see why they would think that because it would make a lot of sense but no that's nasty and my brother-in-law i like my mario you know there's two brothers there's a crazy one and there's a calm one i like the calm one because i'm already a little crazy so i like the calm to my crazy and i imagine i got if i got with a crazy motherfucker and i'm fucking crazy oh man that wouldn't work out you need a balance you need a balance balance all about balance and um yeah but my brother-in-law he he had his own his issues with me but it never he never had like anything about that um like love thing or I don't even he had his wife and he had his girlfriend and we actually live with the girlfriend but he after he broke up with her he went it went downhill I feel his his mental like mental health so I don't know maybe he has to do something with that that he didn't have he didn't have anybody next to him but yeah an affair that would that would have made a lot of sense but no Mm-mm, hell no Gotcha. Um, and one last one that I that I've uh, I haven't heard so many people talk about, but I've seen certain people put this out there, saying that um the reason why he did this is because he was like Mario's mom secretly wanted you out of the picture or whatever the case is, <laughs> uh, and this came based on the interview that she did with I think was it Telemundo or something like that. Um, what do you think about that? What do you think about that theory? I think, um, so my mother-in-law has a lot to do with, you know, our, the whole thing. And she would talk a lot about me with her son. Like, oh, they're not, you know, talking shit. So I, they did, you know, they did have issues with me, both of them. So I don't know. I, I don't think she told him anything like, oh, I want him. I want you to hurt Erica, get her out of the picture. I don't think. But they did talk shit about me. But I don't. They she he was he would fuck with her, too. You know, he was a bad son, a bad husband, just a bad person in general. But I don't know. But it. It's like the two villains, and then I'm over here like freaking Cinderella, like, oh, don't hurt me, you know? Pero pues, así es, pero no, they didn't get together to hurt me. But I would see why they would do that, because my mother-in-law, she's like the villain. I even saw like a, well, Mario told me about a Facebook. Somebody made like a Facebook just to talk shit about her. Like, you know, you know, they sect on her fucking La Suegra, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then she already fucking hears me saying all this shit about her, talking so much crap. And then she's like, 
why don't you just tell me to my face? And then she even had like somebody translate all the videos, like all my videos to her because she doesn't understand English. But it's like, okay, I've told you, I've told her before she knows how I feel. And if you, if you don't like it, why would you have somebody translate it? Because you kind of like it, I feel, you know? Es lo que pienso. Si yo sé que that somebody don't like me, why would I fucking go there and, you know, obsess over that shit? You just waste. Yeah, I, you know, messy, messy people are going to like messy, you know? Yeah, it's not look like son. That's what I have to say. Like mother, like son. <laughs> there you go. Now, I want to I wanna do t- talk about, um, some of the things I had an issue with. Um, I felt like the the GoFundMe that you guys received, I felt like that goal should have been reached day one. You know, I was extremely, extremely disappointed on the, the lack of media coverage it got. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there's a there there's been a there's been a lot of uh, examples of YouTubers um who you know famous or not but still pretty well known who go through tra- you know traumatic things and they get media coverage nonstop they get a hashtag on Twitter and everything like that mm-hmm. and the only thing I felt that you got was a Telemundo type of you know coverage and I'm like. That's to me. That's a that's a little weak. Mm-hmm. What, in your opinion, why do you think so? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they're probably like maybe because I curse because I saw a lot of that. Like, um, when I because I read some comments saying like, oh, she brings negative. I've seen her. I've seen her cooking show, her cooking channel, and she curses a lot, and she. She's around so many gangbangers and she abuses her kids by speaking to them like that. And I don't know, I guess there's a bad rap when you curse, you know, you get like a bad reputation or something because you curse just because of the cursing. And I feel like a lot of people just don't want to, they don't fuck with me like that, you know, but the people that do fuck with me, they fuck with me hard. And, you know, they went out of their way to help me, not only financially, but they helped me with their prayers. Because I wouldn't even be moving if it wasn't for, you know, my therapy and with the help of God. Because it's a miracle. I had a guy right next to me. He was my neighbor in the facility. And he was a C1, C2 like me. And he didn't move at all. Like, he was totally paralyzed from the neck down and he did not move at all that was his life and he told me when he saw me walking and then i got back in my wheelchair and he said erica you have a chance take it get off that wheelchair and walk he's like don't rely on that wheelchair it's making you weak get stronger get stronger do it for us the ones that can't move you know, so, yeah, like, I feel like, well, the reason why I feel that I didn't get, like, coverage or whatever, maybe it's because I curse, maybe because they don't consider me, like, 
you know, a real YouTuber or like a big influence or whatever the fuck ever. And it's okay because the people that did help me, it came from their heart and they did help me and I have my house now and, you know, we're paying it, but it was a big help, you know, to make a down payment. And, you know, and especially in California, man, everything's so expensive. So we're here now. And I want to, and I want to thank for those that people that did rock with me, you know, they, they're, they're good people because they didn't have to. And, you know, I saw you posting about me too. And that was a big help because you didn't have to do that and you did it. So thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. I, I felt like, um, us as Latinos, we got to definitely stick together. And I think that was the first First thing I told you when I when I um spoke to you, you know, um that's my that's the the reason for my whole channel is unity between Latinos, you know, and there's you know, let's be honest, a lot of Latinos don't like to help each other. Let's be completely honest, you know. Uh Mexicans don't hate other Mexicans sometimes, you know, uh Dominicans hate other Dominicans. So it it, it happens. And I felt like I needed to put more awareness um i saw a lot a lot a lot of outside coverage on your situation than mainstream media uh i even reached out to like some local you know news organizations they never responded back but the fact that people were putting the 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 word out there i want to give a huge shout out to to activate la non-stop he was like like you know non non non-stop and that's something that i feel we should definitely do that's something that i feel that that was very necessary because once we say okay whatever it is what it is um then we shouldn't be complaining when we don't get what what we want you know what i'm saying we should we wouldn't be complaining so the fact that he was the main one that i've seen non-stop hit it hit it hit it hit it shout out to him because uh you know he was he, he was definitely like the forefront of that and i i feel like i don't i want to i don't want to toot my own horn but i feel like i was putting it out there but i was working behind the scenes a little bit more of, of like hey yo you know this is this is happening you know what i'm saying she should definitely get more coverage you know what i'm saying so yeah. so definitely you know um you. i'm 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 proud and happy that you actually are recovering and i want to definitely talk about that um the so outside of the whole news thing oh wait wait b- before i even go there I just found it very interesting that, for example, um, that I don't know if you ever see, saw that news thing about that white girl going missing. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. End up, I end up finding out that she only had like 10 k subscribers when she went missing. For what I know, when she went missing, it bumped her up to like two hundred something or five hundred k or whatever the case is. And I said, wait a minute, you mean to tell me a white girl that went <laughs> missing, got nonstop coverage for this, but Burr Martinez got stabbed up, and the best that she got was Telemundo. Like, come on now, that, that makes no sense, but... Yeah, that, you know... I heard about that. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in my room, 
and I remember seeing her, like I couldn't change the channel without seeing her over and over and over and over again. And I was curious. I'm like, is she famous or what's going on? I never even heard of the girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm again. I'm not trying to say like like whatever happened to her was not. I'm, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just pointing out the difference between how media covers a certain group of people and how they cover us. You know what I'm saying? Like how they cover us is like, oh, that was meant to happen because look at who they are. You know what I mean? But with them, it's like, oh my god. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I might be bugging. I don't know. No, no, but you're right. You're right. And it's not fair because there's so many people out there missing and going through worse things. And and her was like a whole like conspiracy theory, like all oh, the cops stopped her. And they like it was so much. It was so much. And it was everywhere. And I mean, like you said, it's not it's not to put her down because she did, you know, pass away. And it was a big, it, it's huge for her family, but the media is just wrong how they do people, you know, how they, like, they focus on, like you said, one, one type of people, certain people and other people, it's like, oh, well, that's what she gets, you know? That's yeah. What- now, I, I, w- I want to go into to your recovery. How long have you been, because I know you're still recovering now, but how long did it take you? To get from uh, you know being in the wheelchair to learning how to walk to like now, how long did it take you to do that? Um, so it was when I got out of the hospital. I was in the hospital four months, and I was just in bed. Like I remember, I was in a room. I was like in the in like not the getaways. It was in ghetto. It was just because they have so many patients. Stroke patients, quadriplegic, and I remember I didn't even know how to say the damn word quadriplegic or quadriplegic. I don't know. I would be like in bed. No, no, I couldn't even read the word. I was like, quadri no. what? <laughs> and I would be in bed, and um, they'd be like, "This is Eric. She's a quadriplegic," and I kept hearing that word, hearing that word, and I couldn't talk because I had a a vent. I couldn't talk for all these months. And that would be in my head. I'm not a quadriplegic. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you bitch. Like, I would always talk shit in my head. And um, <clears throat> I remember when I wanted to communicate something, I would be like, because you can't speak, so you, you could make sounds, though. So I would be like, <laughs> when I wanted to call somebody. Yeah, that's how you do it, man. Because these people don't hear you. The nurses don't. They're like, I'm sorry, sweetie. I can't read lips. Like, okay, you. this is your job. So anyways, I couldn't move. So they have to, when you're not able to move, they have to turn you every two hours, reposition you. So they would move me one way, one hour, the other way. And it was hard, man. It was hard because they had to put a diaper on you. They had to put a foley on you. That's for your piss. And I was like, I don't know when I pee. I don't know what I don't because it's in there. I didn't, I didn't even know we had three holes. I had thought we only had two holes. <laughs> I really didn't know. So we have a little hole where we pee. I thought it was the same hole for everything. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, right now. Right now, virgins just figure something out. They're like, "What? There's what? <laughs> you know what I mean?" Like, 
three holes in us. So, um, so yeah, I was in the bed for four months, not even able to talk, whatever. I went to another a facility. It was like a congregate where they, where it's like has transitioned before going home. You go to like a house. It's like a mini hospital, but it's a house. And there I was there for a month and they would do therapy, but they would just kind of like move my arm and like sit me up. One time they sat me up and I fell on the floor because they, I guess I slipped and I was crying because my legs, since I've been, I was stiff for so long, I couldn't. When I, my leg bent, it really, really hurt. And I got a, a frozen shoulder because since I couldn't move my, I could move, I started moving my, my left hand, but I didn't know I couldn't feel. I would just move it little by like, I started like this kind of like a little bit. And it was huge because they told me I wasn't going to move. It was like wow. four, four months in. So when I, since I couldn't move my right, my right side, I got a frozen shoulder. And since I could feel on that side, I would feel the pain. So I think um, from there, I, there was a girl from my YouTube, um, in the comments, she told me, I know a place where they could take care of, they take care of quadriplegics. They, that's all they focus on. So I messaged, no, my own messaged her and they gave us the information. So my insurance, no, the, the the owner of that place called my insurance and my insurance said no all congregates are the same so insurance, insurance was being such a fucking dick bro like, really yeah like you don't you don't know how it is to go from like like normal to going through something so traumatic that you have to deal with insurance you have to deal with your care, all this shit. So the insurance, there was a time where they just wanted to send me to a nursing home. They're like, oh, you're not going to get any better. Like, this is it. We're going to send you to a nursing home. Or anyways. So finally, two weeks after that, they, they approved me to go to this congregate. So the first week there, they got me a wheelchair. I had never been up from the bed five months into my recovery. I had been in the bed for months. And these motherfuckers got brought me a, a wheelchair, a electric wheelchair, and they sat me down. I felt like my ribs were breaking because I didn't know how to feel. How to, I didn't know how it felt to sit down again. Wow. And I was like, Bro, what is this? And I saw my reflection in the glass. And I was crying because I, I thought I was going to go from a bed to walking. This is my mentality, you know. But no, I went from a bed to a wheelchair because that's how it is. But back then, I didn't know that. Back then, I just wanted to walk. I, I was like, fuck this. I'd rather either get out of bed and walk or die. Just yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you went from bed to rolling and walking then. Yeah. And then I told them, um, I, in my head, I was like, I was very depressed. I was like, fuck you, God. Why you do this to me? I just want to die. Just fucking kill me. What's the point of living? Look, I'm just in the bed. It's so hard mentally. It's so hard. Because you do your own shit. You know, you wipe your own ass. You, you know, 
do whatever you gotta do. Like if you wanna scratch your face. I couldn't even scratch my nose. I couldn't Wow. And I couldn't do my hair and my makeup. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I just wanted to die. So um I met this therapist, her name is Iris, and she does um therapeutic she actually went to Beijing. She's Peruvian. But she went to Beijing to to study the nerves for four years to do therapy, especially for quadriplegics. Like that's all she does. And she's like, okay, Erica. She's like, this lady. She got my foot, and she started just pinching it, pinching it, pinching it, pinching it. This is what she does. And she says, um, you know, your your nerves are damaged, so we're gonna create new pathways, and we need to clean you up. And I was like, okay, crazy lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she started pinching me, pinching. We did this for like a month, just pinching me. And then I started moving my left leg. Yeah, because my left leg, I could move a little bit more. She started sitting me down. I would, this, dude, this was me um, for months. I was like this. I guess that they stabbed me on my left side. I don't know why, but I was like this. They had to put pillows underneath me so I could be straight or be straight. And then, um, like two minutes later, I was back like this. So, oh my god! Yeah, like this. And then this arm was like this. I I look so stupid. And then like I just wanted to be like with and my legs were skinny i was 90 pounds and i was like damn, damn. I'm, I'm, I, I just wanted to die because i'm not being like shallow but i care about how i look because I, I you you imagine yourself a certain way so when you see yourself like this broken down you know the other version of you like when you when you're like 80 you know in diapers i wear in a fucking diaper i was like small it was like size small and it was big on me yeah, me wearing, wow. At 35 wearing a fucking diaper, bro, like Dios mio santo. And then to take a shit in a diaper is so hard. Cause you know you're gonna take a shit and you don't wanna take a shit. You wanna go to the toilet. I know that sounds personal as fuck, but you wanna take a shit in the toilet. And I just dream dreamt of taking a shit in the toilet. I was like, please God, I just wanna feel how to take a shit. I love taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to take a shit in the toilet. So, anyways, yo, yo, my best ideas always come from taking shit in the toilet. I don't know, I don't know why. See, we all have our spot. So I was. They started sitting me down, so I could get my balance. I remember it was a big day when, when you know, I would always go like this. It was a big day when I finally sat down and I stood up on my own, and that was a huge day because they were like, "Okay, next we're gonna stand you up." And I, when they stood me up, I kind of fell to the side. But I, since I can't feel my left side, I don't know how to balance myself. I didn't know how to balance myself because you don't know how much weight to put in it since you can, I can't feel it. So Yeah, because it's numb. It's numb. It's numb. Like, yeah. How do you do it? So it felt like I was walking. In, it feels like my right leg is like long ass fuck and the other leg is not a leg there. So they would stand me and then they would sit me, stand me and sit me for like two hours. I had to practice how to feel the floor. You have to feel the floor. You have to feel the floor. 
that's all I did. That's all I did. So like six, seven months in, no, seven months in, I finally got up and get my did my first steps with my physical therapist and Mario by my side. But I was I I have the video and I have the picture, and I'm walking out stupid, and my leg it felt like it weighed like fifty pounds, like pushing down. Like I was trying to pull it up the floor and I couldn't. I couldn't and I had the the trach and the ventilator on me. It felt like like I would get out of breath with two two steps. But little by little, therapy, more pinching, more pinching. <laughs> I know a bunch of pinching and then um I remember the therapist she told me you have to squeeze your butt cheeks. You have to squeeze your butt cheeks. Yeah, because it's a muscle. Why? Because it's a muscle that you need to stand up. When you get up, you you push, you push your feet, and you push your butt up. Wait a minute. Let me try this. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. You don't know what you have until you lose it. You for you, it's an everyday thing. But once you don't have it, you're like, oh shit, this whole time. And you have to relearn how to do it. I, I knew that our, our, our buds, right, were used to balance when we walk or when we run. I didn't know it was supposed to like start us off to like stand up when I just did it. And I'm like, oh, wait, okay. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And then since I quit, I didn't move for months. All of that was weak. I lost all of that. And I got pneumonia three times. Yeah. Because um, since your lungs are meant to move. So when you don't move, your lungs get weak. And I aspirated twice because I, I ate an egg and the freaking nurse laid me down and I got pneumonia and I was like coughing blood and it was it was crazy. It was bad, I'm telling you the whole thing but but anyways back to the butt thing. <laughs> yeah back to the 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 lady told me squeeze your butt but since I could only feel one side to feel your butt cheek to squeeze your butt cheeks you need to feel both sides. How so I would tell the nurse Am I squeezing my butt? Can you check if I'm squeezing my butt? Can you check if I'm squeezing my butt? And she's like, I think you're squeezing your butt. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> and by the way, I got along with all the fucking nurses. All the fucking nurses, all the CNAs. We got so close with all the motherfuckers. It was like, cheese me. Center up in my room. Room number Get out of here for real. Room number two, cheese me. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, um, so one day I was in bed and I was just like practicing to squeeze my butt and I was like squeezing my butt, but I didn't know I was doing it. And I went, I could feel my butt. I could feel my butt. I started crying because I could feel my freaking butt cheeks. I started crying. <laughs> over my butt yes. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Um, so I remember. From then that day, I told him that I was ready to wear pull-up. So I went from diapers to pull-up. 
so that I could practice going to the bathroom, but I wasn't sure. Okay. I, I wasn't sure when when I could go when I was ready to go to the bathroom because my stomach would hurt, but in the exit I couldn't feel. Then I have to keep practicing, I could have to keep practicing. So finally I went to the bathroom. And that helped a lot because I made my butt muscles and my leg muscles. Because, you know, when you're in the bathroom, push yourself up, push yourself up. So that was a big deal. So from then I, I, I got therapy. There was a time I would get therapy three times a week, physical therapy, and two times a week, occupational therapy. And two times, two more times a week, the other therapy, alternative therapy. It was like therapy all the time, all the time, all the time. Wow. But but it helped out. It helped yeah. out because because I remember you couldn't talk. You had like a hole here. And yeah. now and now you're like that you're you're actually talking, you know? Yeah, I'm talking and I'm and I'm doing my thing. And one day I was just like I took that advice of that guy that I told you told you, Mr. Who? He's a Chinese guy. He he had been here for three three years and then he got paralyzed. Um, I I just got rid of the wheelchair. I just used my wheelchair to charge my phone, but not as I didn't use it for nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I used it for. Cause it charges really fast. It has like a double fucking I don't know what the fuck battery magnum. I don't for real, really. <laughs> That that battery, that wheelchair. One time, I left the facility to go shopping, and I left for eight hours. And I came back. I know they were so mad at me. I'm get fucked. And then I came back, and then um, I can't. I couldn't believe I left for that long. It's because I got lost. But yeah, <laughs> I was in my wheelchair. I only used it for my. I only used my wheelchair for a charger. And I was in the walker, in the walker, in the walker. And I would fall a lot. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do this. And I started working on my balance. And now I walk around my little step. And I'm still stiff. But I, I, I'm much better. Like, I don't fall as, as often as I'm doing. And yesterday I was trying to do the basketball. Mm. Mm. But I, oh, I, damn. No, nah, but but you'll you'll get there. You'll get there. But let me before we wrap it up, right? Um, I wanna I wanna give the conclusion about you know the situation that happened with you. You made a video about um your brother-in-law being sentenced and stuff, and that you personally took it upon yourself to walk <laughs> up on there to make sure you know he he sees you and um. So 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 tell us tell us about that. How much time did he get? Uh, how did you feel seeing him again? How did you did you feel telling your story and and I think your your kids um telling the story like how did that how did that feel? Well, we were we were getting ready to go to we were gonna go to trial for my brother in law. Um, I was talking to the DA, and she said. Well, you know, we're we're offering a life sentence. That's what we're trying to get. Cause what he did to you, is attempted murder, and his brother too, a double attempted murder. And since he did have a family restraining order, he he did that too. Like he violated that, 
and then um it was another thing a weapon it was like a bunch of charges and his bail was like a million something like he he was million oh yeah yeah remember well for people that might not know it was like around two hundred thousand. then later on it got to like two million and i'm like whoa yeah it was two million and it was here in california it's like it's so stupid like if they they just let like everything's not a big deal like charges so that was i guess a bigger deal so then um the da said well you know his his lawyer is trying to say plead insanity because he went to um different psychologists and wait how but how would that work plead insanity that that doesn't make you know what i mean that would that even work no he's fucking stupid that wasn't gonna work but I guess because he, he is, I don't know, he's bipolar. I don't know what the fuck he is. He's a piece of shit. Um, so she was like, they have the paperwork and this and that. I don't know if that was going to work. But then she's like, we have a, we have, we want to, we want to do a plea deal. And first they were saying, she, when we into the meeting, she was saying 45 years. And then she's like, but I'm not going to work with that. Because what he did to you in front of your kids was not right. He's like, this is going to, she said, this is forever. This is for the rest of your life. And she, I feel like she understood more because she was a mother of three herself, the DA. So I feel like it's a good thing because she is more empathetic. I mean, men are empathetic too, but woman to woman, you know, it's a different, it's a different feeling as a mother. It's a different vibe. Yeah. A different vibe exactly so then um after that they wanted to they said we're gonna do live we're gonna do live but he has the possibility of parole when he turns 50 because in california there's a thing called elderly release yeah so i guess when you're 50 you're elderly which is bullshit because you're not elderly at all. No, aren't you like like sixty? That's when you're elderly or something like that. Yeah, you're elderly for you have to be like sixty five to stop working to get or to retire. Exactly. But, that's that's weird. That is weird. So, but that's just California. That's California right there for you. So then, um, she said he has that, but he could get out when he's fifty. But if you come and you and you you know you say you. You show up for the hearing, then he he won't get out. So we're gonna make sure to go when that happens. So then we have to go to the to the sentencing, and um, we have to get our who's my victim victim statement. The victim statement, yeah, the victim's victim statement. And I told my mom, Mario just didn't want to be there because he, that's his brother. I, I, I would understand. I would, I would understand if nobody wanted to be there, but I get it. Yeah. At the end of the day, his, it was so weird. Like the first time I went in there, I went with my wheelchair and it was me. And I had like a, like a support lady, like to be there like to advocate an advocate with me and um i told my just stay outside and when i get there my mother-in-law 
and this other evil bitch, um, my uh, my brother in law's ex wife. Oh, oh man, uh oh. This stupid bitch gave me my first gray hairs ever. I never had gray hairs, and when I met her, I fucking got gray hairs. And this is not, and this is not your your little sister, right? This is actually somebody else. <laughs> that's the bullet with that motherfucker like no she told me that the first time i guess he got jealous and he got all fucking crazy on her she just broke up with him so that's good oh well there you go okay yeah so um this evil bitch is there and she just doesn't even try to like you know fake it look a little no this bitch was like this she was just staring at me and she i got beef with her like for life me and her have for life forever <laughs> yeah like seriously so then i i felt their eyes on me and i'm looking for my brother and i'm this is gonna come out and i see this fat motherfucker with long hair and glasses and i'm like no fucking way i swear i did not know it was him when he went in, into jail he was like 170 yeah, he was because he would do weights like outside and be like a crackhead just doing weights. And then when I saw him, he was like 300 pounds. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> damn. I'm telling you, he living the good life in there. He was like long hair. He didn't even look like him. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in like the twilight on this bitch over here looking at me. I'm over here. He's over there. Like, what's going on? And then um, his eyes were crooked. <laughs> his eyes were crooked. Like, I don't know what. Dokurusao and all that. <laughs> I don't know. So they, we had to, they gave us another court date so we could go. And I was like, I'm going to walk up in that bitch. I'm going to walk up in the bitch because I say I'm going to walk up in that bitch and I don't care. And I wasn't even in my good walking stage by here. I, by in this time, I was like kind of like um, walking, but my leg was still heavy. So I took my walker and um, and it took Mario parked off for He parked because I didn't have a handicap thing. <laughs> he parked so far. But I was like, no, I'm going to walk. My mom's like, can I have a wheelchair? And I'm like, no, no wheelchair. I'm going to walk because I said I'm going to walk. It's the final countdown. And I'm like going and going and going. And I'm like sweating and like just mad, angry because I want to walk. So I finally get there. And I when I walk in there, and my brother-in-law's ex-wife, my mother-in-law, everybody, all the even him, they all like look at me like they could. They, the fucking bitch opened her mouth like a mosca's gonna go in there, like for real. They couldn't believe it, but it was like I did it, motherfuckers. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it was like a proud moment for me. You yeah, know? you 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 showed them that you were doing something that they thought that wasn't gonna happen. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and. We went in there, and my mom was there. My mom was all fucking shaking. She's not good at talk; like she gets really nervous. So we did our victim statement, and um, first it was Mandy. She was just, you know, it was very sad to see her. She she just 
She's a kid, so I, I get it. Was hurt. She, out of anything, I feel like she was hurt the most because she, you know, that's her uncle, and she's like, "You're never gonna see us again." And guess what? Now we have our own house, and you could never touch us. And we, I never want to talk to you again. And you were supposed to protect us, and you couldn't even do that. Like, and it was like, it was sad. But she held it. Like she held. She was. She held it together, you know. And then my mom, when it was her turn, she was like, um, they, you have to give you like your first name first. And my mom, they weren't even asking her. She's like, Beatriz. That's it. So like I'm shaking and shit. And then she's like, first of all, I want to tell you that what you did to my daughter was not okay. And um, God is going to forgive you, but I'm not. And what you did to her was not, she said it, what you did to her was not okay like five times. She just didn't know what to say anymore. And she was really, really nervous. And then and then it was my turn. And then I was like, um, uh, for, uh, I said, first of all, I just want to tell you I don't forgive you. And you act like you're the, you, you were this hard ass cholo, but you only fuck with women. Um, you, I said, you really hurt, you hurt me, most of it, you hurt my children. And then I was telling him, what else did I say? Um, Do you remember what I told him? No. No, I I told him like, I know you act like you have mental health issues, but guess what? Everybody has mental health issues. But it's your actions, you know, it's your actions will matter. And, you know, you think you hurt me physically and I will never be the same because of you. And I told him what everything I went through. And I said, but you're never going to get it because you don't, you're not, you don't, you don't understand. And you never put your, put my kids, you're supposed to protect my kids, but you couldn't even do that. And then I said, whatever, whatever. And then. I said, I, like I said, again, I'm never going to forgive you, and I hope you run in jail. But I don't know if he's going to get out or not. And then this motherfucker turns around and tells me, he's like, I know you guys had a hard day. I don't even know why he spoke. He said, I know you guys had a hard day. We're going through a lot, but so was I. Just imagine going through. What? What? <laughs> What? He said, I hope I could talk to you someday and I love you. Yeah. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes no no type of sense. Like how uh okay. When somebody wants to be the victim, they'll they'll be the victim. You know yeah. what I mean? <sighs> To, he said that to 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 us, and he said that to me, looking at Mandy and Sophia, trying to act like like oh I'll talk to you guys soon. Like what the fuck? Like what were you going? Through? What did you go through? And he said, you know, I was going through a lot that day, and for the past two two years, mentally, I don't know what the fuck he was going through, but he didn't go through shit. He just went to jail, and that's where he wants to be. If if, if we're going to be talking about like what people went through, you might as well interview the knife, you know, like, how did you feel? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's so weird. Like, it's just, 
It seems like he's all right. You know, he, he's getting big. You know what I mean? He's eating. He's eating right. So Bad, uh, better than me. I couldn't fucking eat. I had a G tube for months, four months, no, five months, and they they had. I have I have two belly buttons now, and then it would go on my stomach. So, <laughs> yeah. So I would get hungry. I would get hungry, and I'm like, I'm so hungry. And they'd be like, oh, well, it's not your time yet. You, you get food until 10 in the morning. I'd be like, okay. And then the, they would put the freaking food in my tube, like the fucking liquid shit. And then I'm like, oh, it's too good. You can't even fucking taste it. All of a sudden, you feel full. Damn. And, yeah, that's it. And then one time they overfed me. I was like, I can't stand it. I feel like I'm going to blow up. Like, I'm so bloated. So they got the syringe and they took the food out from my stomach. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I know for a fact, just hearing this, I hope nothing like that ever happens to me. You know what I mean? Oh, take care of yourself and enjoy it. Enjoy your fucking, like, your movement and you don't understand how blessed you are. I know people say that all the fucking time, but when you lose it, you understand. Listen, hey, I just figured out that squeezing my butt is the reason why I could stand up. I didn't even know, you know what I mean? I didn't even know I do that. That's crazy. You didn't know, and you, 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 you don't know a lot of things like your coordination, your motor skills, all that shit. Like I still, this is this my hand. Look at all the burns that I have. Because I still cook, but I since I can't feel, I burn myself a lot, and so I still I don't feel the burns, but that doesn't mean they don't, they're not bleeding. Sometimes I'm like oh, no, 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 cooking, and then I see a bunch of blood flowing down my my arm, and then I'm like, oh shit, I did it again, and I get scared, and I try to put vitamin E because I don't want to be off. I look suicidal. <laughs> yeah, and then this one it looks like I'm throwing the fucking gang signs, but that's just how my hands are. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's the that's the bird that's the bird uh Martinez gang sign right there. Yeah, but that's just my my hands are I I I, that, that's how I lift my arm. That's it. This one I could like this. But whatever, I'm working on it. Yeah, little by little. Listen, we we pray for you. We we you know, we definitely support you and stuff. Um, before we wrap it up, uh, you want to give the people uh, one last uh, message of hope, one last affirmation and stuff. Yeah, we don't we don't even know how many people are going through this bullshit. One out of every fifty Americans is some type of paralyzed, and we don't even know that because a lot of them don't go out. A lot of them don't want to go out because, you know, what did you say, Mandy, about that? Disabled people are three times more what? Um, fifty percent more likely to get assaulted. Yeah, disabled people are fifty percent percent more. Um, they have more possibilities to get assaulted. Wow, I didn't even know that. Mandy always tells me because I tell her I'm gonna go. I want to go out in my wheelchair, and she's like, "Take off those shorts. You're showing too much meat." You're showing to my. Yeah. 
showing too much. Well, she should be using that same advice. She's she's showing too much stomach. All right, so she. You know what I'm saying? That's Mandy for you with the crop tops. That's that's. And she's like, "Oh, I'm so tan." I'm like, well, "Yeah." <laughs> because that's all she she wears her little shirts, but she looks she looks pretty. I tell her, "You're only 15 one. You better rock that shit to the fullest." But people look at her and they don't. They think like, "Oh, little muchachita, verdad?" But she has a 4.0 GPA. Uh oh. Since freaking since ninth grade and at one time she had 4.3 4.5 really smart girl uh oh uh oh she wants to be a politician one day oh word uh oh yeah. you better you, you better do your thing then to 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 help latinos that's what she wants to do yeah you better do your thing you know there's a lot of there's a lot of Latinos who are U.S. citizens who still get deported to Mexico because they're be- they're Latinos, you know, which is insane. Look a certain way. That's it. Uh, yeah. So, so are you going to start becoming like an advocate for uh, people who are paralyzed and disabled and stuff? Yeah, actually, in the facility where I, where I was, New Start. Um, every time there was a like a possibility of a patient that wanted to come in, um, like their parents or their tias, whoever came in, they wanted to look at the place. I would always they would be like, "Oh, Eric," because they know I like to talk. So I would be like, "Oh yeah." So this is what they the first week I got here. They got me a wheelchair, and look at me, I'm moving. And because the thing is that they help you to be independent. So even if you're totally paralyzed. You could have a life. So so gotcha. I, I would always talk to the the patients and um or the or the family members. And when I left, they told me that that if whenever they need they had like a new patient, if I could go talk to them. Because you know it's like a new life because they're they they were like normal and then now they're paralyzed, so they don't know what the fuck is going on. So they said that if I could go back to help them and they would pay me or if I could just go, I could go and be part of the, they have a name for it, be part of like. Like the tour or staff or whatever. I, I talked to the insurances about that place because that the thing is that not a lot of people know about it. But yeah, we need to fucking talk about this shit because there's a lot of stroke patients too. Yeah. And, and you always think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. So enjoy being a fucking you moving everything and squeezing your butt cheeks. Enjoy that shit. <laughs> it is true. You enjoy the little things that you have. You know what I mean? But yeah. listen, Bro Martinez, thank you very much. Um, shout out to your family. Much prayers and support going out to you. Thank you very much for coming in. And um, I really, I really appreciate you and your channel. You know, you always bring in positive, positive positive vibes and good light you know whenever yeah. you you do come yeah. around so. i like your um your videos too and keep fucking talking your shit they <laughs> like you're educated i don't know how you say it but you talk with knowledge with yeah 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 of course you got to bro you got to you got yeah. to but thank you very much bird i'm gonna catch y'all later peace all right guys so that was the interview with 
Bird Martinez, I hope you guys enjoyed it. A couple of things that I found out that I didn't know nothing about, you know. Um, but definitely, this is the reason why I have interviews like this, you know. So I can ask questions you guys are, you know, trying to ask, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, um, remember, follow me at Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Radical underscore Latino underscore. And all of her YouTube and social medias will be down below, you know, so you guys can follow Bro Martinez and all that. All right, with that, I'm going to catch y'all later. Peace.